Well, welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. I'm Bob Adams. And I'm Manny Brewer. And Manny, welcome. You're getting to be a regular up here. I am getting to be a regular up here. Anytime you guys miss, call me up. We'll set you up. That way, uh, college kids got a little bit of folding money in pocket. spending money. That's right. <laughs> like to welcome everybody to our first show of the new year. And Manny, uh, thought we might look back over the, the past year uh, rather than having a guest tonight just to talk about some things that uh, happened. You guys talk, uh, talked a little bit of soccer. Uh, last year, Belmont, uh, boys and girls both had uh, really great soccer years. A really good season last year. Boys made it to regionals and girls made it to regionals or maybe semi-state and uh i you know i th- I, I think they made it to semi state because we had talked about your dad actually doing a soccer game yeah yeah if yeah. they made it to state and yeah they, lo- they, they were lost. in the semi-state they game. were in the same semi-state mm-hmm. game and, g- and got beat but i uh, think we were going to do that game yeah well what a great uh, what a great season but we'll get into that a little bit later we'll take a look at the week that was first of all Last Thursday night, boys basketball, Norwell and Belmont were at the uh, Columbia City Huntington North tourney. Uh, it was Hamilton Southeastern 66, Norwell 41, Columbia City 46, Belmont 34, Indianapolis Cecina 63, Norwell 43, and Lake Central 63, Belmont 33. And uh, I was there, Matt, Matt and I were there, and uh, pretty much had to place ourselves. Pretty much. <laughs> didn't, didn't draw much of a crowd at all. <laughs> Um, boys basketball on Friday night, Belmont won, and Norwell once again in the Huntington tourney. Belmont beat Light, Lighthouse CPA. That's out of Gary, and they won that game 67-59. Norwell beat Whitco 60-35. to Then Norwell turned around and laid one on Belmont 65-35. to uh, And by the way, Belmont does play. They played Columbia City here, there in the opening round, and they do play Columbia City again, I think, Friday night or Saturday night. Yeah, it must be Saturday night the 6th. Uh, Bluffton beat Winchester in overtime, 63-60. Girls basketball, Adam Central picked up a win. I believe this was in the Union City tournament, 55-49 over Westdale. Belmont was at the Al Smith Classic. They had three guys uh, that finished 6th in that, and uh, Belmont, I think, as a team, finished 22nd. That is a huge, huge tourney. Yes, it is. And it's a, you get all the major schools there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday night girls basketball was Belmont over Bluffton. We had this one 45-32. Uh, Norwell was at the Plymouth Classic. They beat uh, Plymouth 47-34, beat Wawasee 53-44. South Adams was at the South Adams Tourney. They beat uh, Delta 57-42. And Monroe Central then beat South Adams in the championship game 44-40. Monroe Central at that point in time was 14-0 and ranked first in one poll and second in another. And uh, just got by South Adams by four points. So, <laughs> uh, great effort there by the South Adams girls. Adams Central girls were, were still in the Union City tourney. They lost to Morristown 49-30 to and lost to North Decatur 41-32. to Tuesday night basketball, Bluffton 36, Central Noble 35. Girls basketball last night, we had this one. Belmont 64, South Adams 38. But in that game, Lexi Dellinger became the all-time leading scorer at South Adams as uh, she hit a pair of free throws with just 50 seconds left to uh, top the old record set by Athena Sherwood back in 1997. Bluffton beat Northfield 50-42, to and it was Carroll all over Norwell 83-62. to And that was the week that was in high school sports. And for our, that was Woodcrest Week in Review for our True Value Hardware Just Right Reynolds Performer of the Week. We'll have to go with Lexi Dellinger anytime you break a long-standing 
That's, uh, let's see, 1997, 2017, that's 20 years old. It's a 20-year-old record yeah, right there. Yeah, 20-year-old record. So congratulations to Alex, Alexi Dillinger. And uh, she's got the ACAC to look forward to then next week. We'll take another break. Be back with more right after this. Pitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. As we're going to take uh, take our special guest segment and take a look at back at the year that was. And, Manny, if we go back to the, the fall, you've got uh, cross country. And you've got football, mm-hmm. and uh, football pretty good uh, this year, with the exception of Belmont was a little down, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, had had some close losses, but uh, Adams Central and South Adams just played lights out most of the year. Yeah, they did. I know. I, I always know the Adams Central football team. You know, they're big, strong guys, and uh, led by their running back. Well, their fullback now. Uh, Drew Schultz. Drew Schultz. And. Uh, Oh, who's the other kid? Macklin. Yeah. Macklin. Macklin was just Macklin was one of those kids that nobody could tackle him. He was yeah. Logan Macklin, right? Yeah. He he's not particularly big, but uh, man, he knows how to s- slip and slide and glide. Yeah. Let me tell you. So, uh, but Adam Central just had a great, fantastic year. Uh, South Adams another another good year. Grant Moser, uh, after kind of a rough first year, comes back with a with a year like they had this this past season. And, you know, the nice thing about uh, South Adams is a lot of those kids are still pretty young. I mm-hmm. think at one point in time he was starting two or three freshmen and two or three uh, sophomores. So he'll have a lot of those kids back next year. Yeah, which which is also kind of crazy because I know the district schools, usually with Adams Central or South Adams, if you're not a junior or a senior, you're probably not going to play yeah. your freshman, sophomore year. You may sit the bench and you watch them, but you're probably not going to play. So And uh, so anyway, they had uh, they had great years. And, and another great year for – uh, Adams County uh, cross country runners, mm-hmm. as uh, Belmont boys and girls had a great year. South Adams boys and girls had uh, great years. Uh, Adams Central, uh, yeah, you know they've been ca- kind of playing like the poor cousin in, in cross country, but uh, they're getting better each and every mm-hmm. year. Usually in, in cross country, which I never really ran, but I had friends who ran. Belmont usually was the powerhouse in the in the area, and then South Adams usually with. Clint Anderson, yeah, Clint Anderson. Their, their lead, their lead. They usually have one or two really strong runners, but usually Belmont was a powerhouse in cross country, which is kind of surprising this year because Belmont, as maybe as you know, has had a lot of construction in their course got completely tore up this year. They had to remap the entire course this year. Has been standing since 1982. <laughs> you know, I ran a little bit of cross country for like two years in high school. Hated every minute of it. Did you, Bob? Some guys really enjoy that. I never enjoyed running. I don't. I don't enjoy running long distances for fun. I'll do it when I need to for <laughs> soccer. But you know, my mom once told me that if she ever sees a, somebody out jogging that's smiling while they're jogging, that she'll take it up. And she's eighty-eight and hadn't had to take it up yet. And uh, that, that's kind of my feeling. Although I do really admire the people that run cross country because it takes it takes a special kind of dedication. Mm-hmm. And to be really good at it, it ta- it really takes dedication. Take something such as simple as you maybe think of running, and then making it so much harder. As in, if you if you know these guys cross country workout, they they do mileage, which they'll be like, oh, I ran twenty five miles this week. It's like, yeah. why? <laughs> Some of those guys are running like forty fifty miles. Yep. Like, you know, during mm-hmm. the summer. You know, That's it's crazy. Like, all these and they're so dedicated. I'll see yeah. Snapchats of all my cross country runner friends. It's negative two outside, and they got on shorts and their their little their little beanies and their hats, and they're running. They're Snapchatting and like they're having a grand old time. I just, I just I can't put that. Well, into you know, it. both both Carl Risch and and uh, Clint Anderson run with their run with mm-hmm. their teams. Carl said he had to back off just a little bit this year because mm-hmm. his knees were bothering. But I know Clint has has run 
mileage, uh, I think he's going on 10 years now. I mean, mm. every day. Every day he's out there. Yeah. Randy Heisner used to run until his knees got bad. Then he just started riding a bike, and now his son <laughs> Gavin Heisner runs with him. So yeah. Gavin's really kind of taking over the face of Belmont Cross Country. So Cross Country, and then we got uh, Girls Golf. And once again, I think uh, Seth had a pretty good, decent year with the South Adams golf team. And uh, uh, Andy Heim was coaching the girls at Belmont, and I think he – uh, cut back because he was having uh, he and his wife were having another kid or something, and they had a different coach this year. I don't know if they had a different coach. I, I know Andy Heim has been a really big face in Belmont girls sports for a long time, but he was my sister's golf coach. But I don't know if he has was much involved this year. But uh, Belmont had a, a a fairly decent team. Adam Central had a fairly decent team, so there were you know two or three uh, fairly good teams around, and and. Uh, uh, when Seth was the uh, Seth Springer was the golf coach here at South Adams, he would talk, you know, about hitting some of these courses and mm-hmm. where they where they like to play and where they didn't like to play mm-hmm. and different things. But uh, you know the 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 uh, I don't know if it's funny. It's kind of strange, I guess. Thing about girls golf is by the time school starts, their season's essentially yeah, over. Yeah, it's 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 crazy how they organize that. Where I thought you would. My sister would always be like, yeah, I got a golf practice. I'm like, it's the summer. Why are you yeah. golf practicing? But it's kind of crazy how they have that season. But Okay, and uh, that pretty well takes care of the uh, fall season. Now we're, we will move on into the uh, uh, winter season. Or maybe we ought to talk the, uh, the year before about uh, b- uh, baseball uh, in the spring of last year. And uh, unlike some previous springs, we actually had pretty decent weather this last year. Yeah, we spring. did. And the the teams were able to get out and play. Uh, we did have the uh, big track meet at South Adams in the spring once again, and that was that was a lot of fun. Um, done that now I don't know how many years, but uh, been several years in a row. And the 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 faces change from year to year, and sometimes the schools change. But uh, it's always nice, and that's that's a very well organized meet. Yeah, I know Belmont never runs in that one, so I never really got to compete in that one. But I always heard it was very big. Yeah. Meet. Belmont used to run in it, and then then they, uh, for some reason, I think they moved a conference match to mm-hmm. that that night, so they couldn't run it anymore. But uh, uh, once again, uh, uh, South Adams boys and, and girls did fairly decent there. Adams Central surprisingly uh, did well. I, I think both boys and girls, Southern Wells, you know, had some kids there. So it was another one of those uh, uh, meets that you remember. And we always look forward to that. That is really a, a lot of fun to do. Uh, we call it the night of a thousand names because by the time it's over, we have given a thousand probably names. a thousand <laughs> names. Yeah. So, baseball season once again was pretty good. I don't think. Um, well, the Belmont girls, uh, the Belmont softball girls went. Uh, they went to uh, I believe uh, regional semi state because they played in. Uh, uh, can't think of it. I want to say Montpelier, and that's not it. The Monticello. Mm. And uh, my wife and I had gone to Chicago the night before and drove down there for that game the next day. And uh, even though uh, Belmont got beat, I think, uh, you know, it wasn't that long ago Belmont was a real powerhouse in softball, and I think yeah. they're uh, they're I coming think, back. I think they're coming back because I know in the years past, they have a lot of girls who went to bigger schools. and. Ashley Hackman, who was a catcher at Goshen, a couple other girls that played uh, IPFW or places around like that. But Belmont is kind of coming on the map back on with softball again with their catcher, Tori Miller, and also pitcher as a freshman last year who was already verbally committed to IU as a freshman, um, Macy Montgomery. Uh, 
Yes. Yeah, she is lights out usually. I know when they played against the the area teams, they destroyed them. So. And uh, Adam Central once again, pretty good in softball. Mm-hmm. Kerry Blake, uh, uh, his program attracts so many girls. He says yep. he has to cut girls from playing softball. Oh, he I know. Has to do it. I know out of that. I know out of that entire team that got sent off last year, there was only one senior. Special treatment to my <laughs> girlfriend Haley Simpson, who is now playing at Bethel University as a um, freshman, who probably might get a, maybe some time this year as a probably starting, maybe possible second varsity pitcher. So it's good to see that kids in the area are still doing well in sports and still achieving. And and South Adams had a pretty good uh, pitcher in Augsburger. Yeah, Augsburger went to she went to St. Francis because yeah. she pitched with Haley on their travel softball team. And so. Uh, you know, once again, softball in the area really, really picking up. And like I say, it wasn't that many years ago that we could count on, uh, you know, Adam Central or South Adams or sometimes both getting out of the sectional. Mm-hmm. We could count on Belmont getting out of the sectional. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of years, Adam Central went to the state finals. Yep, Adam Central. I think their last state final run. Adam Central, yeah. Yeah, it was 2013. I think yeah, was their yeah. state was their semi-state runner-up. No, no, their state runner-up. State runner-up, and but they had back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Years. Yep, and uh, that's always fun doing those games when you get down there. And, uh, so we look, we go go to summer, we get into fall. We talk a little bit about fall, and then we come into winter sports. And uh, we have a uh, Belmont wrestling team this year that's might be down just a hair, but uh, they they uh, placed fairly well at that Al Smith Classic. Um, they they were in the uh, uh, coaches state finals along with Adam Central and South Adams. Adam Central, I believe, finished third in that, uh, and Adam Central had some wrestlers back. We had them up earlier this year, and uh, as as you go on down, uh, South Adams was invited to that state tourney. They they had an early exit, but uh, once again they've got a fairly strong team. So wrestling. Uh, Maybe not so much Belmont, but uh, and they're they're still pretty tough because they've beaten Adam Central. Yeah, they they're they're still competing, but from the years past, as myself being like, you no, know, I like wrestling. My dad, as you know, loves wrestling, so always being kind of around the program, not really participating in myself, but you know, just being around the program. From the years past, they're down. Like they're not they don't have the the stats and the people they had last year with Caleb and Bucky and um Tony Bussey and big powerhouse wrestlers or in the years past with all the recent state champions or anybody who's if you know wrestling, there's big names that you hear all the time going far. So or Bryce Bumgardner, um, but they're down but they're still competing. It's still Belmont, yeah, they're, they're still st- a storied program. As far so. as the area goes they're still the team to beat though yeah they're still the team to beat you mean you always want to especially smaller schools south adams adams central you're always looking to your to the bigger school belmont you always compete against because i know as when I, when I went to belmont no matter what you were playing you always want to beat adams central yeah because they're gunning for you and you're gonna gun for them so it's always well a you know rivalry. a win a win in any sport by adams central or south adams over belmont and makes their season yeah it does because they're always just shooting to beat that 3a competitor Okay, we'll take a quick break, come back and talk some more right after this. Welcome back once again to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. I'm Bob Adams. And I'm Manny Brewer. And Manny, we had something happen last year in football that also happened this year in basketball that is really unusual. Any county in the state that has multiple high schools, okay, last year in football, all the high school football coaches, all three of them here in Adams County, were alumni of the schools they were coaching. Really? Yes. This year in basketball, and also again in football, 
all of the coaches, the boys basketball coach, the boys football coach, were were all alumni of the school they were coaching at. Really? Trent Lehman's graduated from South Adams. Aaron McClure graduated from Adams Central. Jonathan Felling graduated from Belmont football. Uh, Grant Moser graduated from South Adams. My, uh, Michael Moser graduated from Adams Central. And uh, Marty Ballard graduated from Belmont. That's crazy. It is nuts. And uh, there's not another county in the state that that, uh, that that can claim that with any – of course, if you only got one high school, I'm sure it's happened, mm-hmm. you know, obviously. But any any with multiple high schools, that's the only time I can find that, it, that it's uh, ever happened. I mean, that's that just kind of shows goes to show you in the recent history or if you know anything about this area. If you're from the high school, you, you bleed that color the rest of your life. I mean, you have guys who still come out – support belmont and everything they do and they come to watch and there's it's the exact same way for all three Adam tri-county Central, area you know, schools you got, you got fans in and out rick minnick was was the coach there for many years he was a adam central grad uh and, and you look around uh this area has produced a lot of coaches mm-hmm. basketball and uh particularly basketball and football uh josh gerber over at norwell's a head coach uh, the Roush kid up at uh, what is it North Northside, Northrop, one of the schools up there. He's he's been around. He was he was at DeKalb for a few years. He was one of those kids that played with uh, that Seth Colclager that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can you know you can look out and see that there's a lot of a uh, uh, lot of people coaching right now that came from from this area. Mm-hmm. But the I I think it's really remarkable that uh, all all six football and basketball coaches are coaching at the schools they played at yeah which uh just i i think it means that they 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 have an investment in the program yeah it's, it's that pull back to that small town living mm-hmm. i mean when i grow up hopefully i'm back here showing my kids what i did in high school and i grew up there and i did that there and i mean it's that small town living but you, you just never know no you never know <laughs> okay moving on uh, we, we did talk a little bit about basketball, uh, Jonathan Felling. The other thing this year, too, we had two new uh, two new basketball coaches. Once again, Jonathan Felling at uh, Belmont. His uh, previous coaching experience, he was a girls coach at Heritage for about six years. And uh, Trent Lehman at South Adams. And Trent's had, uh, this. I think, his, at least his third school he's coached at. Uh, he was at Speedway, won a state championship down there. Really? And so he's uh, probably one of the I, – I can't think of any other uh, coach maybe except for a, a wrestling coach uh, or somebody that helps out with Belmont wrestlers. Uh, maybe Adam Central got some help down there that, that they've been in the state finals or been a state champ. But mm-hmm. Trent Lehman was a – coached the state championship basketball team at Speedway. Anytime you're always to the high school, I always chuckle. Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we lived near Speedway once, you mm-hmm. know, back in the – a long time ago, but yeah, back from the archives. Yeah, yeah, that's that's way back from the archives. Um, so we do have some other winter sports. Uh, once again, South Adams fairly uh, decent in in swimming. I think Belmont's pretty good in swimming this year, and uh, Adam Central once again uh, uh, swimming not the uh, strongest program there, but uh, you know they're, they, they still st- compete. They still compete. Keep plugging along, and. Uh, once again, wrestling, uh, you know, Belmont once again competing this year, competing pretty pretty strong. They got a couple of kids that ought to make a, make a state run. Mm-hmm. Adam Central has two or three kids that should make state runs. They've got a couple of kids back that made them last year. And we've got, uh, looking up here, we've got Logan Macklin. Uh, 
I think Grant Gutierrez was going. Tony Bussey graduated. So Bryce Caleb. Ba- yeah. They all are. those guys from Belmont are all the yeah. powerhouse seniors from last year in my class. So, but yeah, we do have uh, we do have some some guys that are expecting uh, fully expecting to go back. Logan Macklin was quite a quite a saga. I understand uh, what I was told that he just he he's one of those kids that doesn't like the spotlight. So he decided to go out for basketball this year, and uh, after sitting the bench a couple of games, he decided maybe go wrestle. So, uh, I'll uh, tell which, you what, which was good for the uh, Adam Central wrestling team. To look up on that wall and see a two-time conference, a two-time sectional, a one-time state qualifier as a sophomore. In two years, you did all that, and you go out for the basketball team. I just think you're gifted <laughs> at something. Stick with it. Don't yeah. just try to go see what you can do elsewhere. But I feel like you got a sport, kind of run with it. Yeah, uh, he's obviously very good. He's a very good uh, halfback in football. As uh, just he's un- he's an unbelievable talent. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, when you've got that kind of talent, it's a little hard to yeah. uh, avoid the uh, spotlight. As we know, Adam Central produces a lot of hometown heroes pretty much as yeah. you could say kids who r- play three sports all three varsity and then they get to college and they maybe not play sports or they play one but you know one thing that hasn't changed over the years is is the uh grade school kids young kids that look up to these uh high school athletes and and really really put them on a pedestal and uh we 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 have a commercial where i asked dave newenswander that that uh that very question and uh, his response was well you know what? There are seniors, and that's basically what we expect of them. We we expect them. You know, they they've got certain standards as an athlete at Adams Central or as an athlete at Belmont or as an athlete at South Adams. They're expected to live up to. And there's a lot of uh, you you hear a lot about peer pressure, but there's a lot of uh, that's negative. I mean, that's the, the the peer pressure you hear a lot about. It's negative peer pressure. They don't talk a lot about the positive peer pressure. But uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, most of the uh, teams here in Adams County, uh, there are certain things expected of the kids, and 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 they live up to them. And if they don't live up to them, they're, they're you know they sit, or they're running more in practice, or doing whatever. And they they quickly learned uh, how to grow into that role. Yeah, even being in a small town, everyone knows everything. So if you're out and you're doing something wrong, and they hear about it, you're going to be running, you're going to be sitting, you're going to be doing something else. But you got you have an image. These kids look up to you. They come to your games. They know your name. If you're doing well, they know who you are. They see you in the they see you at school. They see you at the gas station. They see you out in your family. So I mean, as we always, I always said last week, we stress in college. You wear the crest. You put on for your house, and you live up to the expectations. You, as we say, at Manchester. I mean, the uh, Manchester Spartan soccer team. We want to be the most kindly, kind-hearted, gentle, happiest, but strongest on the field. Like we gotta, we say hello to the lunch ladies. We make sure we say hello to everybody on the street. You make sure everyone knows that you're 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 Manchester soccer, and you want to be the best team on campus. That's how it is. And you know, I I think too that uh, kids don't realize how much that means to other kids. Yeah. Uh, and and they and they don't realize how much it means to. Uh, uh, you, you know, people on the street. I, I saw a story, heard a story the other day about this woman that uh, goes around and, and talks at different colleges. And every day when she's at a, a college, she will seek out that student that's sitting by himself or herself eating, mm-hmm. eating their lunch. And she'll strike up a conversation. And uh, somebody asked her why she did that. And she said, well, 
I was that I was that kid in high school. And she said one day one of the best, most beautiful, well liked female students come down and sat with me and started talking. And she said, uh, we're going to skip school this afternoon. You want to come with us? And she said, I was a loner, and that meant a lot, although I don't recommend skipping school. <laughs> but she said, as we were hopping in the car, as we were leaving campus, here come the cops. She went to Columbine. So that girl really? saved her life, you know. And it, and it really struck a chord with her. And, and uh, I often think about that, you know, uh, uh, a lot of people can be loners. I can be a loner. I mean, there, there are times I don't like being around other people, you know. Uh, it, my wife would find that hard to believe. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so those, those kind of things mean a lot to other, other people and kids. And, and uh, remember back in the, in the day, Belmont used to have this, uh, 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 it was almost like a ceremony. The kids would line up around the basketball court. And the players would come around and smack all their hands, you know, while they were mm-hmm. introduced and mm-hmm. things like that. And you see the uh, the uh, tunnels at football games yep. and things like that. Uh, and that means it means a lot to those little kids. They remember that. You, you talk to the kids that did those kind of things, and we get them up here on the show, and they remember those things. Yep. Who, did, who did you look up to as a, you know, who did you look up to as a high school athlete? Mm-hmm. I mean, who did you look up to when you were eight, ten, twelve years old? And uh, invariably, it's you, you know. Sometimes it's a big brother or big sister. Sometimes it's 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 an athlete. You know, I wanted to be like so and so, and so that uh, that really means something. You know, on the opposite spectrum, as as I get older, I'm 19 now, almost 20. Um, wow. I kind of I know you got a year or two on you. Yeah, a little, a little <laughs> year a bit. But um, as you look over, like back in your life, I have those kids who I helped out in pre-K soccer and younger, and kind of in the wrestling room when I was wrestling and. I kind of look back, look back now, and those kids are in eighth grade, freshman in high school. I'm like, wow, times are changing. I remember when I was, I remember when they were like <laughs> two feet tall, and I was helping them learn how to pass. Like, it's crazy. You know, I remember uh, we had my 45th uh, class reunion a few years back, and a, a kid I was friendly with, we were pretty decent friends growing up, come up to me and said, "You know, you're the reason I graduated," and I said, "You know." I had completely forgotten about this. This kid was terrible at math. Mm-hmm. He says, to this day, I can't add two and two. You know what I mean? He was really bad at it. <laughs> and he comes up and he says, uh, I needed to pass a math test to graduate. said, the principal gave me this test. said, you pass it, you graduate. You need to pass this so for your math credit. You need the math credit to graduate. He said, he sent me in this room. And he said, you were sitting there for some reason. I don't remember, right? He said, so I sat down and was puzzling over this test and you looked over and asked me if I needed some help. I just handed you the paper, and you finished it for me. You know, I realize it was cheating, but for somebody to tell me that 45 years later that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's that's a pretty neat feeling, you mm-hmm. know. I certainly wasn't recognized for my athletic prowess, but I can't add two and two. So, <laughs> Well, let's take another break, and we'll come back and take a look at the week that will be right after this. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. I'm going to quickly cover some things that we kind of glossed over. Uh, back in January last year, uh, South Adams boys played Delta in the Knightstown gym. And uh, that's where Hoosiers was filmed. The uh, South Adams girls won their first uh, ACAC swimming championship in the three-year history of the meet. And the South Adams uh, girls basketball team captured its first ever ACAC championship 
by beating Woodland to claim the regular season. They finished in a tie with Jay County, both of them at 5-1. and one. McKenna Luganville won a sectional title in bowling with a 600 series. In uh, February, Sa South Adams captured its first girls swimming sectional crown since 2001. This is uh, this is 2017, so that's that's a pretty good deal. Uh, Ashton Klopp and her sister Brett Klopp, along with Olivia Von Gutten and Ashley Lefevre, all swam well in that meet. The uh, South Adams girls won a basketball sectional championship, 51-45 uh, over the uh, Cherubusco Eagles, and then 55-28 over Blackford. 50-35 to 35 over Eastside in the title game. Six Adams County wrestlers advanced to the IHS AA state finals, and we've mentioned those. Anthony Moser, Logan Macklin, Caleb Hankinson, Bryce Baumgartner, Tony Bussey, and Grant Gutierrez, Bucky. And uh, Jared Grabball surpassed the 1,000-point mark, and they lost to Parkway as he had 12 points in that game. He finished his career with 1,052. Bailey McIntyre won the Hoosier State Relays Class 1A to 3A state championship in the 3,200-meter run. Boy, he was a great runner, Mac Bailey McIntyre. Um, Andy Brown, a couple of uh, basketball coaches resigning. Uh, Andy Brown at uh, South Adams and uh, Baker at... Uh, Belmont, the South Adams girls won their second straight ACAC uh, championship. The girls' tennis team won its third straight ACAC championship. Uh, South Adams' uh, Addie Warner and Bailey McIntyre had, had uh, great runs in the Marion Regional. Grant B Besser and Colin Schaefer led the South Adams Starfires to a uh, sectional championship. South Adams girls in softball had an ACAC championship. And in July, Addie Warner and Bailey McIntyre completed, uh, they both collected medals at the IHS AA state track finals. McIntyre finished fourth in the 3200. Warner cleared 5-5 in the high jump for fifth place. Caitlin Augsburger from South Adams was an all-ACAC first team in softball. And like Manny said, she signed to play at uh, St. Francis. Dalton Combs finished out his career at Huntington College, and he was drafted in the 35th round of the Major League Draft. The 1,056 player would be drafted. He once had 40 points in a high school basketball game. Really? Yeah. He was a pretty good ball player, too. Uh, Brandon Chaneman from Adam Central Alignment played in the uh, North-South All-Star game. And the... Uh, AC boys tennis team had its second straight ACAC title. And uh, Katie Gurrell from South Adams had a great round in the, of golf in the ACAC championship. She carded an 89. And looking on down th through here. Well, let's cap that off and we'll just we'll take a look at uh, the week that will be in high school sports. Things start picking back up after the uh, Christmas break. Uh, basketball on Saturday. Columbia City's at Belmont. Jake County's at Adams Central. Leo's at Norwell. South Adams is at Delta. Southern Wells is at Heritage 
Tuesday night. Norwell's at Wayne, and then the ACAC gets started, both boys and girls. Southern Wells is at Jay County. Bluffton's at South Adams. Woodland at Heritage. Wednesday night, Belmont's at Minnesota in boys basketball, and Whitco is at Norwell in girls basketball. And in wrestling, uh, the main event at Belmont is on January 6th. And January 9th, Adams Central is at Delta. January 8th, the uh, Adams Central swimming team is at Fort Wayne South. On the 11th, uh, Angola comes calling. January 6th, I know me and my dad will be on the radio covering that Belmont, Belmont wrestling meet. That's always a big meet. And it'll be Huntington North at uh, Belmont and Wrestling on Thursday night, by the way. Uh, yeah, that is tomorrow night, isn't it? And we do have, huh? That'll be on the air. Yeah. Yep, on the air. Purdue uh, will play Rutgers, and we ever, we, we ever figure out what their nickname was? It's Red something. Red. We'll find out. We'll find out. I should know that. Uh, Belmont Wrestling, uh, they, they, of course, are hosting the main event on the 6th. Um, Tomorrow night, Huntington North, like we said, on the air. Uh, the swimming team is off until January 9th. Let's see if Wells County is faring any better wrestling. Uh, January 6th, Bluffton will be at the Jay County invite. Uh, excuse me, uh, at New Haven invite on January 6th. Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights. I knew it was red some color, yeah. Scarlet Knights. Uh, swimming, uh, Bluffton's at uh, Jay County on the 6th at the Jay County Inve Invitational. Marion on the 9th comes calling. And Norwell in wrestling. They will be at Leo on the 9th. And in swimming, Norwell hosts DeKalb on the 9th. And the Northeast 8 uh, meet coming up on the 13th. South Adams Wrestling, they are at the Bill Kerbell Invitational on the 6th, and they host, or excuse me, they travel to Muncie Central on the 10th. In swimming, they are at Belmont on the 9th, and that's pretty well going to wipe us out. Let's see if uh, Southern Wells Wrestling has anything here. Uh, they're at 6th, they're at the Frankton Tournament, so... Looks like all the wrestling uh, schools are going to be at some invitational or another here on this Saturday. Take another break. Come back with uh, the point after and from the archives right after this. Welcome back to Hitcher Stowe's High School Sports Weekly. As I was waiting for Steve to throw the switch, and he had already thrown it. So if you're wondering about that delay... Manny, I've got a great story from, from, from the archives. Well, I'm going to sit uh, back and listen, stop Bob. From the archives. I think I found a game that might have been between the two smallest high schools in the state. All right. Okay? And, you know, they talk about the schools now with uh, three, 4,000 students, and, and they, we've, we, we've classified them. We're saying size does matter, that the bigger schools always mm -hmm. beat the smaller schools. Back in, I believe it was 1955, there was a small school in Carroll County over by Flora right. called Carrollton. Carrollton had 10 boys <laughs> in the entire high school. Freshman, sophomore, junior, senior had 10 boys, right? One boy was not interested in 
in basketball. One boy had no talent, so they made him the team manager, and they had eight players on their team. They actually played junior high teams. Instead of having a B team, they didn't have enough players for B team. So their junior highs were played the preliminary game. Okay. Really? There was a school in Benton County. Its name was Rob, R-A-U-B, Rob. And it actually, it actually uh, Carrollton uh, closed in 1955. Mm-hmm. Rob didn't close until 1961. Rob had eight high school students, mm-hmm. eight male high school students, yep. okay? So you got a school with uh, ten boys total playing a school with eight boys total. Well, one of the boys had no talent, so they mm-hmm. made him the student manager, and they had a seven-man team. <laughs> and uh, Carrollton had not won a game the previous two seasons, but that particular season they won two, and one of those wins was over Rob. Now, Rob was in and out. Some years they had enough boys to make a team. Other years they didn't have enough boys to make a team. It depended on how many they had graduate and how many were coming in from, from eighth grade. But I believe that is probably a game between the two smallest schools <laughs> in the state. Eight and eight and seven? Eight and seven. <laughs> so you didn't dare get in foul trouble. No. Markle over here had a team until about 1955 or 56. And the last several years they were open, they only had five or six boys playing. And uh, they lost 33 straight games. They closed with a 33-game losing streak. But a lot of their games, their kids would get in foul trouble, and they might end up, one game they ended up with two players on the floor. (laughs) Now, the opposing coaches were, you know, a little bit more forgiving with, with that. So they would, as the Markle players would foul out, they would cut their team down by one or two. So... Anyway, I thought that was neat. The two smallest high schools in the state going at it. Mono a mono. Mono a mono. Not many monos, but... <laughs> on the hardwood. <laughs> on the hardwood. Okay, well, we'll, we'll look at uh, the First Bank of Burn Point after now. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about cold weather. All right. And uh, we lived in Michigan for a few years. My kids, uh, my oldest, uh, my only daughter, my daughter was in uh, grade school, probably first or second grade. And uh, we had a winter. One of the winters was particularly brutal. Uh, we had actual temperatures without wind chills in the minus 30. They still went out. They they went to school. They went outside at recess. Didn't stay out too long, but they were <laughs> they went out, you know. Um, I know you, you, you go down in the south, and if you get a half an inch of snow, they'll close the schools. So I think it just depends on where you live. But this last cold snap has been particularly brutal, I think. And uh, sometimes I, 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 I question why they don't close schools on mm-hmm. certain days. I know uh, Jay County had a, a two- or three-hour delay. Uh, Southern Wells was closed for a day. Uh, I know the the heating plants basically are not designed to cover minus 15 mm-hmm. degree temperatures so they won't uh and i i think everybody has this problem there are days your house just doesn't get very warm yeah my my furnace was running full blast the, the one real cold day and our house just did not i mean it was probably 65 or 66 in there but it just didn't feel warm so i i just i i just wonder the the the, the about the thought process that goes into sending kids to school and also having ball games and stuff those same nights when it's even 
usually even colder than, and, and uh, windier. When it's so cold, Bob, you just walk out to your car and you find something broken on it just because it's so cold it's snapped off. You know it's cold. Yeah, or if you walk out and it's hard to breathe. Yeah. That uh, that, that really cold day, yeah, I was... Skin on your knuckles just cracks and just, <laughs> you walk outside and your hands are just like, Or you take Ow. a deep breath and your nose hair yeah. freezes, yeah. you know. So I, I just wonder about the... Uh, but on the other hand, you know, uh, I go down and get the police reports in the morning. I usually stop at uh, a, a pack of sack and get mm-hmm. a paper and a cup of coffee. I, I saw a guy in shorts. I mean, it was 15 below zero with the wind chill factor in the in, in the minus 30s. And this guy's out there in a pair of athletic shorts. He had a coat on, but, I mean. That's the world's biggest contrast. Yeah. A, a winter coat and a yeah. athletic shorts. Yeah. But then, I'm d- right down across from the police station, I, I saw a junior high age kid in jeans and a t-shirt getting in a car it's like don't you own a coat Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and you know i i think when you think of not having school on those particularly cold days it's kids like that that you don't have school for yeah (laughs) (laughs) so okay well we'll be back in a moment right after these messages Welcome back to Hitcher Show's High School Sports Weekly. Bob Adams along with Manny Brewer. And Manny uh, will have Purdue and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in just a little bit. Purdue coming in 13-2. and uh, Overall 2-0 in the Big Ten. Rutgers 10-5 and and 0-2 in the Big Ten. And uh, Purdue, of course, coming off that big win over Lipscomb on Saturday, 98-66. Purdue been putting up some points. I'm not much of a real Purdue guy, but you got to go with the Purdue over Rutgers. And uh, did you see that uh, Biggie, who played at Purdue, uh, was sent down to the uh, Developmental League this uh, just a couple of weeks ago? Hadn't gotten off to a real good start. Mm-hmm. So wish him the best. I like watching him play. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was uh, he was a force. So our game's coming up. We've got the ACAC next week, next Tuesday night. Um, then we've got the, uh, the the Belmont Big Wrestling uh, Invitational on Saturday. So let's talk a little bit about those two game or those uh, those those games. Belmont before they get into their own uh, Invitational, they have to uh, wrestle Huntington North, mm-hmm. and Huntington North was one of those teams that was looked to be a a power in the uh, NEA this year. Yeah, when they added Huntington North. I know. I remember when I was in high school, we started playing Huntington, and anytime you go to Huntington, they're they got a good team. They have a large pool of kids to pull from. How many? How many are in their high school, Bob? Oh, twelve, thirteen hundred. Yeah, there's easy. a lot. There's a lot of kids in the high school, so they got a lot of teams. Anytime they bring a every anytime they bring a team, well, the whole bus covers, comes it, off. It covers. It's like Jay County. It covers yeah. the whole county, and mm-hmm. Huntington County is a very large county. Yeah. So anytime, anytime they come, they bring a whole team. They bring a whole roster. There's kids on deck. And there's kids ready to play, and there's the starters, and there's the other kids who are sitting down. So, should be a good match. And then uh, Saturday, the big uh, Belmont Invitational, and there's some local schools in that. That ought to be. Uh, pretty interesting. And next week, the uh, ACAC, and we have uh, Bluffton at uh, South Adams, and I think this is a particular interest. South Adams won both games this year, well, boys and girls, but they were both really close. Uh, but they they were played uh, uh, on Bluffton's home floor, mm-hmm. and the South Adams will be at home. And I like I really like the Starfires in, in both of those games. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, Bluffton girls have been playing well, although – 
Belmont beat both Bluffton and South Adams by similar mm-hmm. similar margins, so they should be fairly equal. But uh, Bluffton, or excuse me, South Adams won both of those games earlier, and it was a tight game. They 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 in the boys' game they really controlled that game much of the night, but uh, allowed Bluffton to come back and with, with time running out. But uh, you know. They they pretty much had that game in their back pocket most of the time. Anytime you're playing at home, I always feel like you're you always gotta get an edge. You got a home team there, especially if you got some big competition like if, if South Adams knows they're playing Belmont, the whole school rallies behind them, they try to say come out to the game, wear this, sort of a theme night, so the last several years that Bluffton and South Adams uh matchup rivalry has been uh pretty intense. The the boys went for over four overtimes a couple of years back and and uh, Carl Grau has done a great job with the Bluffton girls team. And, by the way, we were over there Saturday night, and they honored the 1998 Bluffton Girls State Runner-Up team. And uh, it's hard to believe that's been 19 years ago. Jeez. Um, Adam Central do the bye, and they will play uh, the winner of uh, Jay County and Southern Wells. And I'm going to assume that's going to be Jay County in both boys and girls. Uh, although the, the uh, Southern Wells girls are pretty good. They're, they're right around 500 this year. They they really haven't played the caliber of competition that uh, Jay County has mm-hmm. has played. Yeah, whenever you boost your schedule with those higher teams, you always come into yeah. a match more prepared. And uh, once again, it'll be uh, Purdue and the uh, Scarlet Knights coming up here in just a couple of minutes. And uh, Manny, I think it's probably time for us to head on out get, of here. Get out, out get on <laughs> out of here. As the the tip off is right at seven, so we want to be out for yeah. that. So we'll get you people out to that. Thanks. Uh, like to thank everybody for listening and. Uh, Please uh, make it a point to stay warm here as it's going to be cold for another couple of days, and it should warm up for the weekend. And I understand next week we're going to be hit by another cold blast. So uh, and when when it does get up in the 30s, get out and enjoy it because you won't have much of a yep. chance to do it. So once again, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, drive safely and uh, stay warm.